What's up, brother? What's up, player? How was the Laker game last night? Well, the Cavs played great for about um, – for like 40 minutes of the 48. They're still a really young team, but uh, they had their chances last night. Just couldn't pull it out. Couldn't pull it out. Okay. You guys look great at the game. The whole family. It's a beautiful yeah. look. Very tall children I have. Very yeah. tall. Ooh. Yeah. 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 It was a good time. Good time. Good to have Josh back here for a couple of days before his 21st birthday, before he officially becomes a man-man, if you know what I mean. So it was a good time. But let's start talking a little baseball, because this is Baseball Today, presented to you by friends over at Dugout Mugs. Uh, we'll tell you all about how you should get your hands on the shipping right now. Don't leave it to all those outside industries that ship stuff. Dugout Mugs wants to be there for you. Anyway, uh, let's start it out with, with Ian Anderson last night. So Ian Anderson, um, we didn't know exactly what we were going to get out of him in game three. He's been really, really good in the playoffs. But are you shocked that he was as great as he was? Five no-hit innings. Astro didn't, Astros didn't even get their first knock until the eighth inning. Are you surprised that he's kind of taken this leap to another level in the playoffs? I'm not shocked, Chris, but to do what he did against the Astros in the World Series is obviously very impressive. Uh, there's a great article written about him. Stephen Nesbitt, he's a friend of the, of the family here at John Boy Media. He writes for The Athletic. He wrote an article about um, – there's a guy, Kevin Huerta. I don't want to mess his name. I've heard her. He plays for the Hawks. Who's talking to him? Who Kevin Huerta. Yeah, yeah. He just – by the way, he just got a big old, like, $65 million deal. They played – yeah, they played high school ball together. Where it was his center fielder. They talked to his brother uh, and his high school coach, and they were just talking about how he's done this so many times just at different levels, you know, from uh, a travel ball showcase to high school, and now he's doing it at the biggest stage in the World Series. So they're not shocked. So I, I got to start thinking the rest of us aren't going to be shocked anymore either. He's in rarefied air with what he's done uh, mm -hmm. through the season through seven starts. I'm talking about, like, Koufax, Bob Gibson, rarefied air. So, look, watching him pitch last night, Dusty Baker called him effectively wild, basically. I think uh -huh. he was on purpose. He was staying out of the middle of the zone, working the top of the zone with his heater. His off-speed pitches were just falling out of the zone. He's getting guys to chase. But I, we can't be surprised anymore. He's just been doing it too often. Yeah, I mean, let's remember, he was the first pitcher taken in the 2016 draft. The only players taken ahead of him were Mickey Moniak of the Phillies and Nick Senzel of the Reds. And by the way, if you look at that draft, it ain't pretty right now. There's very few guys making any sort of impact from at least the first round and the comp picks. There's some other guys, I think like Shane Bieber was actually in that draft, uh, Aaron Savali and Zach Plesak, all of the Indians, I believe were in that same 2016 draft. But when you're talking about high-end first rounders, it ain't pretty. It's like Will Smith. I know is there Kyle Lewis, who was Rookie of the Year, but that's it. But as far as Ian Anderson goes, or Ion Anderson, as you like to call him, um, he's got like a one five six playoff ERA. The only thing that disappointed me was that he only went five innings, 76 pitches. I know the buzzer's going off, third time through the order, basically as many balls as strikes. So there's reason to pull him. Our bullpen's been great. I don't know, big, strong guy at some point who has it rolling in the playoffs. I don't know. The the fact that he the fact that he was kind of in and in and out of the zone a lot, kind of I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with it to be honest with you. Now, especially looking back and, and realizing his plan was to go to his guys right last night. We didn't yeah. think 
to do that. We, we thought, hey, let's get length out of Ion, but they didn't, that wasn't the game plan. Nope. So the game plan, and I'm okay with that, as long as the manager who takes the pitcher out in a situation that has a plan, and he did. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so speaking of that plan, it always finishes with Will Smith. And I think going into the playoffs, if you were to poll 1,000 Braves fans, 946 of them would have been like, yeah, Will Smith is the weak link of this team. Uh, so why isn't he? And are you surprised that he has been as dominating as he has been throughout October? He's on a heater. That's what's going on right now. And I don't know if it's collectively with the bullpen. They're just – you know, firing each other up. They're calling themselves the night shift, which is pretty good. I got to say, yeah. I don't like when you give yourself a nickname, but that's a good one. Uh, he's, I think he's got nine innings pitched, four hits, three, three walks. He's only had seven base runners on in those nine, giving up no runs. Yeah, I mean, look, the back end of the bullpen, especially with Luke Jackson kind of coming around in the World Series, looks really, really good. So the Braves' plan now has to be score early and then get these guys in the game. Yeah, and people that are some people are saying in the chat, hey, Will Smith has been dominant since August. I, I wouldn't call him dominant. I think he got a lot of saves that were real rickety um, throughout the last couple months. I mean, he got almost 40 saves, right? So people will look at that and say, well, he had a great year. Well, he was a closer that had an ERA near three and a half, which isn't good for a closer. Uh, you know, his whip was like right around one, two, which is too much, but he has turned it on. To his credit, he has done this. Guy grew up a Braves fan. His late grandfather's the one who got him indoctrinated into this uh, this fan base. He's always wanted to pitch there. Uh, he's always had he's he's always been a good guy. Whether he was a setup guy, or ended up being a closer, and then very sought after. And now he's getting his just due. You know, he has pitched great. I've been waiting for the wheels to fall off at some point. You know, I thought he was going to be outdueled by Hater, and Hater was the one who ended up giving up the game winning homer in Game Four to Freddie Freeman. I was expecting him to get outdueled. Uh, by Kenley Jansen and that crew at the back end of the Dodgers bullpen. Although that crew was still very good, Will Smith has done his job. And now here in the World Series, he's been great. So no complaints. Nobody can complain about him right now. Put that off to the side. No. And I, I remember him as a starter. And if you were to tell me that this guy later on in his career was going to be closing World Series games, I would have laughed at you. But, look, he's he's figured it out. He's become what he's supposed to become. So hats off to Will Smith. Yep, good for him. All right, guys, quick reminder. Christmas is only 56 days away. 56, five, six, okay? So Dugout Mugs is staying on top of all the orders that you want. Everything shipping within a couple of days of placing an order. After that, if you wait too much longer, it's going to be up to FedEx or the Postal Service. Believe me, you don't want to do that. We've had some, some buddies of ours that have sent out those brand-new metal mugs, right, that you can get at dugoutmugs.com with cohort John Boy. And, it, you know, it was supposed to take two days. It took a week. So now that we're approaching November, get on it. We're just telling you, go do your holiday shopping now. Think of all your, if you've got uh, parents that you want to get something for, if you want to get kids, you want to just get friends, do your shopping now. It's dugoutmugs.com slash John Boy, and you're going to save 35%, which is better than any Black Friday deal you're going to see out there. So don't wait until after Thanksgiving. Order it now, 35% off. Go get yourselves one of the cool engraved ones. Go get your wind up, which is sweet. You got your bottle opener. You got your little, do, do my thing with my knob shot. 
Yeah, pop the knob. Now your day is complete. Once again, it's dugoutmugs.com. Keyword John Boy, you get 35% off. And do your ordering today because we've got 56 days and counting until that big Christmas day, until that fat guy slides down your chimney. Let's roll. Let's roll. So let's roll on to game four today. Braves expected to use a bullpen game. So, you know, you get a little uh, antsy when you hear that word. However, the last time Atlanta did it, game four of the NLCS, it worked out perfectly. Do you expect the bullpen to keep the Astros bats at bay? Honestly, not really. <laughs> like, it's hard to keep those bats at bay for, for a, an extended period of time. Uh, Ion in the, in the arm barn got it done last night, Chris. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Sneaker handles this because he has game four and game five bullpen days. So I don't think they've named an opener yet. Could it be Chavez? Could it be Smiley? Could it be Wright? We're not sure yet. How the game, the flow of the game is going to dictate who he uses tonight and who he saves for tomorrow. So, you know, whether that means that, that Minter eats up some innings today and they try to save, you know, Matzik and Will Smith uh, for tomorrow and then maybe they have – who's the other guy in the pen? Uh, Martin. Maybe Martin has some high leverage stuff. Oh, yeah. High leverage stuff. It's going to be really interesting to see. He's going to have to play a, lot, a ton of matchups tonight and then make the decision, do I unleash, like, my big four guys or do I save them? I think – if it's in striking distance whatsoever tonight, he goes with his guys. He's not saving anybody, you can tell. Like, he wants the victories early in the series. So uh, that's going to be his biggest decision. I don't think the bats are going to be silent for the Astros, so the Braves are going to have to score some runs. And, you know, it's, it's an arm barn versus arm barn game today. And uh, whoever can make the adjustments against all those pitchers will win. So what, um, what last night's win allowed Brian Snicker to do is not panic for game five. Worst comes to worst tonight, and for whatever reason, the arm barn game doesn't work, okay? Uh, and tomorrow, they're still in a similar situation. If they were down 2-1 and they lose today, they would have to go to Max Freed on short rest tomorrow. They just wouldn't have a, they wouldn't have a choice, okay? But what this allows them to do is it allows Max Freed to figure some stuff out. Not like he got hit all over the yard the other night. I mean, he had, what, four straight hits where he gave up that were under 95 miles an hour exit velo. So he will be fully rested for game six. If it goes game seven, Ion Anderson, five no-hit innings, he's going to go on full rest. So he Snitker is like, okay, I'm fine. But as far as today goes, it's interesting because the last armbar game that they had to have there in game four, you'd think, well, they used seven or eight picks. They only used six that day. Smiley gave them three and a third innings, which was critical. First time he was pitching in nearly three weeks. So if they can get that sort of stuff, they're looking fine. I just don't know if against this Houston offense, if you can keep them down two in a row. Yeah, it's hard to keep them at bay. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's really important in this series, especially, especially. I know the numbers eat, the numbers back this up too. It just mm -hmm. that way, just the feeling of the series is you got to first go out and get the lead. That's what's been happening, man. You get the lead and they hold. Three games yeah. happen every single time. So uh, either team, go out there and start it up early. Well, um, so I want to let you know, I did a little research. The Astros got shut out six times during the regular season. Yeah. In the next game, they went four and two. But interestingly enough, the two times they lost, they got shut out. So back-to-back -back games, they got shut out. Okay. Interesting. Let's... So either they're winning tonight or they're getting shut out by my research. Okay. <laughs>
bank on you it. Like, you don't like that? I like that research right there. I don't know about getting shut out. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't put any money on that. So if they're not if they're not getting shut out, then they're gonna win. We'll see. <laughs> I like it. All right. We're uh, first on baseball today. Chris, people are gonna follow you, put some money on that. Well, I'm just I'm just here to you know, shout out facts. Sprinkle a little bit on the shutout piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle says stats that exist but don't matter. Now, first of all, that's a Jimmy segment. Secondly, <laughs> this one might matter. This one actually might matter. I'm thinking it's going to be a – I think it might be a bloodbath tonight. I think both teams are going to come out. I do. Well, that, okay. That gets us to uh, that gets us to uh, Zach Granke. They're going to turn to him to help even the series. Uh, what is a solid performance for him tonight for Dusty Baker's team? I think one thing through the order – like what he went one in the third his last start. Uh, yeah, he got four outs. I th I mean as, that would be what they're hoping for one time through the order. Does he get he, it? He he, fifty pitches that I read I read somewhere that he threw a fifty pitch simulated game uh -huh. um, at Truist or maybe it was at Minute Maid. No, it was at, it was at Minute Maid. It was last Sunday to get him ready. <laughs> That's it, man. You know they don't have to give much. Keep him keep him down. Try to get ahead. That's basically, you know, try to keep them scoreless, try to get a few early on, and then they can decide where they want to go with their bullpen, which is fully rested. They have Javier today. They have Odorizzi today. The only one that's not going to pitch is Yimmy because he threw a bunch last night. So they don't need him to give a lot. I think if, the, if they got a one time through the order, they'd be ecstatic about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, do you think he gets in at bat, Granky? I don't think so. Really? I mean, he'd have to be – it depends he on – He would have to make it through two innings pitching-wise and then get to the top of the third. Let's say – remember, he's an excellent hitting pitcher. He's an excellent hit, hitting pitcher. Do you want to burn a batter that early in the game? Let's say there's two outs and nobody on and Granky's up. He'll hit. He'll hit. It depends, yeah. If there's a situation where maybe there's some runners on, they'll – you know, pinch hit for him, but if there's nobody on. He's gone two good innings, and they want to start him out there for the third. He'll hit, but it's all depending on what's going on in front of him. Yep. Uh, I'm going to make a call. He does get to hit. Okay. And he will be the last pitcher to ever get a hit without the DH implemented. Ever last pitcher to get a hit or just to hit? To get a hit. Ah, who is the last pitcher to get a hit? Now we have to look that up. This is crazy, man. This is the last time we're going to see this. I'm so happy about it, Chris. I'm so freaking happy about it. Yeah. Longo in the chat. What's up, Longo? My Longo here. Okay, Longo. Big tip, of cap, tip of the cap to you and, the, and the, uh, the Giants, who had an absolutely amazing season. I know you guys wanted to be busy today instead of being in our chat, but – Awesome, awesome job. It really was a great year for you guys. Yes. Longo's got – he said Logan Webb's the last hit pitcher with the hit. I love it, Longo. That way, Longo. Way to contribute. Very good. <laughs> That's awesome stuff. Nice. Um, okay, before we get to our last question, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about how they honored Hank Aaron last night. It was a beautiful ceremony. It was sensational. I loved the first pitch. Uh, I loved seeing his widow, Billy, there. I loved seeing Dusty Baker because 
you know, obviously Hank Aaron meant so much to, to Dusty Baker. I loved Brian Snicker in his post-game Zoom conference where he was tearing up, talking about being able to see the entire Aaron family and just how much Hank had meant to him. I mean, this is a lifelong brave. This is a guy who spent almost 50 years in the organization. And did, did you ever have the chance to meet Mr. Aaron or no? You know, I don't think so, which is, which is tough. But uh, from all accounts, he's was a tremendous person. Oh. I'm sure you have. Do you want some stories you want to share? So I, I had a chance to meet him twice. I met him one at, once at the Scouts dinner um, out here in Los Angeles. Millar and I were co-hosting it. And he was there, and he was backstage. And I looked at Millar. I was like, we got to get a picture with him. So we got a picture, a great picture with him. Had a chance to, to chat with him. Just a sweet, sweet gentleman. A thousand percent class. And then years later, the Hank Aaron Award uh, – I want to say it was at the 2018 World Series at Dodger Stadium. I was hanging out in this like really small room because I was about to host uh, uh, some sort of award. I guess it was for the Hank Aaron Award with uh, with all the media before they got to the game. And Christian Yelich was the winner for the National League. So Yelly and I are hanging out. We're with one of Yelly's boys, and in comes Mr. Aaron. At this point of his life, he's in a wheelchair. It's literally like five of us in this really tiny room. So I'm hanging out with Yelich, his buddy, Hank Aaron, and the person who's helping him out. I was like, that's cool. What do I say to him? <laughs> so it was great. It was just so cool. And he just heard all these amazing stories about him. It was so so nice that that uh, he was able to be honored. And, and for young people who are fans of the game, hopefully you read up on what he went through, who he was, and what made him so special. And probably – the most underrated player in the game's history. It's weird, but when people talk about seeing all the legends, for some reason, Hank Aaron gets overlooked in a lot of conversations, and I don't know why that is. Well, I think what's cool about Hank is he has he has a name, and I think people even who don't necessarily follow baseball closely know Hank Aaron's. Absolutely. And Hank, like, he's – He's one of the guys that's a true, true legend. I know he's got all the stats and everything to back it up, too. But just in the general zeitgeist of the world, like Hank Aaron is. It's Hank Aaron. Hammer and yep. Hammer. Yep. That's pretty cool. And everyone that talks about him speaks so fondly of him. So um, I thought, you know, that was very nice to see last night. Absolutely. All right, last one. Uh, did you see the country music singer Thomas Rhett? He put out on Twitter. Uh, he got all dressed up as uh ion anderson and looks it's pretty good i gotta tell you right like the split screen ain't bad i i met that guy once uh at target fields nice guy uh but he does i mean ion has now this guy thomas was thomas Rhett? i'm sorry thomas yes. Rhett dressed up as him looks exactly like him then he has his twin brother who could dress up just like him so he's got a couple guys they can they could they could have some stuff go down in atlanta if they wanted to they That's funny. If they wanted to. Yeah. Nope. I mean, listen, Thomas Red's beard's a little more thick and stuff like that. But if you're from a distance, you're like, is that Ian Anderson or not? We had these, uh, there's these, the Figueroa twins. Okay. They played ball. Uh, one now is the first base coach with the Phillies. Mm -hmm. So it was Paco and Danny. And not many people, I guess, in the Phillies organization knew that uh, Paco had. A twin brother, identical twin brother. So they did. Gabe set this thing up in spring training where um, he goes, "All right, watch. We have a, like a magic trick." 
and you had Paco like leave the room going this way and then Danny entered in like immediately from this other door and people's minds were absolutely blown. They, they, they guys had zero idea he had a twin brother and I knew so I was like laughing about it but they could do some stuff like that man like really have some fun with it so I hope that's good. I love that. I love that. So with all that being said, uh, with, with Thomas Rhett looking nearly identical to Ian Anderson, who have people said you look like? Which other celebrity other than you? I think I'm a one of one. I don't know. Who do oh I? Oh, my God. People say so, Kevin all the time and Travis Kelsey. And I'm like, I don't, really, I don't really know who I look like, to be honest. Travis Kelsey. That's funny, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel I look like uh, look like me. Okay. All right. What you do know you what I got? And I don't shoot. I don't have my glasses around here. I wish I did. People say I look like Tim Robbins in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. My hair has gotten a little gray. Hopefully they'll put up a. There's a. I'll have to send them. There's a great photo of me from the like the NFL scouting combine a few years ago where I'm wearing my glasses, and every makeup artist that worked on the show is like, "Do people say you look like Tim Robbins from Shawshank?" Like, mm. Really good one. I love that movie first, and I love everything that he does in that movie. So you are you're kind of my hero, I think. Uh, yeah, not quite, but <laughs> I remember the first time I met Andy Dufresne. He and didn't make a sound. Yeah. Do you, when Shawshank is on, like TNT, do you still watch it or do you bu bypass it? <sighs> it's one of the movies I'll watch. I think there's a few of them. Like Troy, I'll always watch if it's on. I don't know why. Got it. Love that freaking movie. It's so ridiculous, but I love it. Uh, Shawshank's a good one, too, man. Okay. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, let's make our predictions for game four. What do we have? Do we have a tie series or are the Braves on the brink of winning a World Series tomorrow when we reconvene? I have a feeling the Braves win again tonight, lose tomorrow, and then the Braves are going to have to win one in Houston. That's, like, that's the flow of the series that I have in my head. Okay. I think I think the Braves take a 3-1 series lead. <laughs> I do. I think it's happening tonight. And then I think they probably lose tomorrow. But we'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't... Same I wouldn't baby. What's that? We're on the same wavelength. For Braves and six, you mean? Well, I just I just said what you said. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, no, I think they win. I think they win today. I don't know how they win, but I think they do. What, Chris, this is a serious question. What happens if I actually get my prediction right? Well. Like, it's, it's a big, that's like, I feel like that's a big deal. And I don't know, like, I don't know. Well, it is a big deal. It's an enormous deal. I, I don't know how we celebrate you at John Boy Media. Maybe some people in the chat. We, maybe we can throw that out there as a question in the chat at some point. If if the Braves end up winning this thing in six, like your prediction for March 31st, 2021 on Twitter, how do we celebrate it? Do we – like, do you have a room in your – where we could just put your tweet and put it as wallpaper everywhere? I'm NFTing the crap out of that tweet, okay? I promise that, okay? Yeah. Calling? Well, am I going to be on Kimmel? Could be. I mean, you've got Kimmel connections. Screw the World Series champion. This guy's more important. That's absolutely, how absolutely. 
But now the problem is, is that the pressure is going to live on forever because it's, you know, I'd be, I'd be done predicting. If I hit this, I will never predict again. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. All right. Quick reminder, go out and get your dugout mugs, dugoutmugs.com. Use the code word John boy to get 35% all of that merchandise and order it now. Cause we're just 56 days away from big day as far as Christmas. So do your ordering now. In the meantime, enjoy your sports day. Enjoy your family and your friends out there. And most importantly, enjoy Game 4 of the World Series. We're back at it again on Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Yep. All right. Let's leave them with the old uh, nice glasses. And... <laughs>